0: BFM 89.9, my name's Daryl Ong and you're tuned in to Nun, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. This week on the program, we have recently retired track and field athlete. He's a man who specialised in the high jump, Malaysian legend Lee Wei. After 18 long years of donning the Jalo Gemilang, Hubwe hangs his spikes and now seeks to go into coaching to groom the next generation of track and field athletes. Among his accomplishments, he became the first Malaysian to reach the final of the 2019 World Championships in Doha. is a four-time SEA Games champion and also currently holds the national high jump record of 2.29 metres. He joins us on the program this week As we kicked off the conversation By asking about how he's feeling Now that he's officially retired
1: uh, It's uh, no normal I have to adapt it uh, Because now it's uh, like uh, More more easier It's no so precious mm. uh, Life is uh, totally different uh, than
0: Athletic mm. Do you miss being on, on the track? Or not at yes. all? Well you do <laughs> Yeah um, yeah, you, you, so so when you retired, there was a couple of uh, people that talked to you, a couple of interviews that you done, and you said like, so, as soon as you retire, you felt a weight off your shoulders. Like you were talking about just now, the pressure, right? Um, tell us a little bit. Give us a picture of you know the the amount of stress that comes with representing the country.
1: The stress is totally different than uh, normal persons. Uh, when you represent the country, is the uh, pressure is very high mm. because you represent the country, you have to get the madness and back. Mm. There's a uh, very, very pressure from that because our training also very, very tough. Mm. Also.
0: So it's like the weight of your, your shoulders or that, just like, you know, I don't have, to, not so much pressure anymore. I don't have to get medals. I don't have to chase medals. Is that, is that the case or, you know, yeah, what yeah. is it? Interesting. Uh, um,
1: we, because we, because we have to chase the medals uh, from the countries. It's mm. a totally different the pressures. Mm. Uh, totally now, uh, retirement uh totally, I don't no need to trade, uh, uh, how to call, speed up for the, uh methods, everything I just only focus on my how do call my athlete. when mm. I going to coaching mm. I just only focus on how to call the the pressure is a totally different, just only the planning yeah. now now we now we are more of planning, mm. planning for the training everything
0: yeah I mean being a coach also comes with its uh, pressures as well right <laughs> if anything yeah. um but yeah you're in now, but you are being now but you're definitely looking um to go into coaching Maybe this is a nice place to ask you. You know, what do you think of you know the next generation of athletes, the next generation of high jumpers? Do you, do you think that they can achieve what you had, had achieved in your career? Uh,
1: first thing, they have to achieve for the sea game first because sea game is a first step. They going on for the uh, overseas competition. It's a first level. Yeah. We, we it first level. Mm. After that, we go for Asian game, yep. games, World Games. So After the, that, it's the highest one. Is the
0: Olympics? Olympic yep. Mm. Do, do you think do, do you have any uh, gems in, in your squad right now basically what I'm asking is you know is there anybody that we should look out for the future uh, generation now
1: we have now we have some mm. just only have to train it
0: yeah uh, are you excited personally uh, for a new phase in, in, in your career
1: yeah I'm happy uh, because uh, uh, I put down my pressure everything now it's a new career I have to think a lot uh, how to I have to learn a lot new stuff yeah. for the training 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 plan
0: yeah yeah was it was it always a part of the plan to be a coach after you retire was that always in the works
1: yeah this one is a plan it's my plan also because mm. uh my i also i also reached my maximums already my age my body but my body position also very you should the match
0: mm. uh,
1: max already now i already changed because i already how to call do it this one uh people never do before I already make it. Yeah. Then now I change it for the next step.
0: Mm. You gotta impart some of your knowledge to the next generation. That's for sure. That's yes. very valuable for sure. Um, you Habui, you previously hinted at retiring in 2019 after the Manila Manila Sea Games, right? Um, you didn't retire then. What changed your mind?
1: Uh, I haven't retired till, uh, the the terms. Uh. I already, I already had my plan already. Okay. Uh, when I because my because the training is really painful. No same like uh my youngest, how to go twenty seven, thirty eight. Yeah. The times is totally different. Uh everybody is a different different body types. Also want to see the body also because mm. training is really painful.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also the level of competition gets better and better, right? And you have to keep yeah, up. Yeah. Is is that the sole reason, we Uh just you know, physical alone, you know, why hang why hang up your spikes right now? Why now?
1: Uh because my physical already uh cannot uh going anymore. Mm. Uh that there's a problem uh, there's a one problem is, is my uh I hang in my, my spike. Second one is the uh, uh management is not so good before. Mm. Then after that I did it straight away. Then I have to go manage against with my new generation.
0: Mm. Yeah, so I mean. Plan i mean a couple a couple of weeks ago you did uh, come out you did um, come out with a statement right that you know um the state association should uh, fix the stuff internally, but we'll get to that don't know worry about it we'll yeah, get to that yeah. but i want to ask you um you also want to start your own academy which is awesome
1: yeah that one uh, as soon I still on thinking because I, hmm. that one, I i when I make it an academy I have to uh make a group to get us to make it uh, it's not easy but I still on the, my planning also this one
0: mm. so it's still in the planning stage lah.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, in terms of infrastructure and you know you talk, when you're talking about coming out of academy you have to come up with number one the, the equipment right and then the syllabus as well when you yeah. started Hubway at a really young age when you started as compared to today how are things different in both those aspects infrastructure and the syllabus I mean technology uh, plays a big part these days doesn't it
1: uh, because uh, very very difficult also because the uh, high jump is uh, because we have need facility. Yeah, we need a high jump map, Everything mm. we need, find some place. Then after that, we only can continue our coaching. These ones mm. now, I still finding the place for my coaching also.
0: Do you feel that um there are more places to train right now? Back when you started long ago, has yes, things improved? Mm. Yeah, improved. Yeah. Would mm. you see more and more people uh going into track and field these days?
1: Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, two thousand nineteen until now, uh, two thousand nineteen already getting uh, better and better. Then after that pandemic, they already mm. slow down. Mm. Now they pick up back again.
0: Mm, people are starting to you know go back into it lah. But I do yeah. want to talk about the the trend of you know young athletes these days. You know more, most of them are interested in you know, badminton, uh, futsal. Ping pong to a certain extent, not so much track and field, not so much athletics. Um, why do you think that is the case? Why do you think young people these days aren't going into athletics?
1: Uh, we had to go and promote it. Promote and it. We had to go and yeah, we had to go to school. We had to go and how to call doing the events, everything. We had to go and promote it. When mm. we started the how to call the academy, we had to go to them and speak with them. Everything the after that, we start step by step.
0: And no one now is, is doing um, those kind of uh, awareness promotions?
1: Uh, less. But we have to go and do. Tengadu, uh, they do very well. Joho mm. uh, also nice. para also, they started now.
0: Mm. Yeah, because I remember thinking about my um, school days, right? It was almost like a compulsory thing to, you know, do the 100-meter dash or do hurdles, um, which is, Quite, quite interesting to see, to know that isn't the case anymore that you guys have actually, actually have to go and spread at the grassroots, right? Spread the word at the grassroots.
1: Uh, we, we have to go and uh, spread with the grassroots also uh, because the same one, mm. athletics. Yeah, we, uh, we just only have to go and explore. How we want to go into explore, just only we we have to bring our groups. For example, we have a spring coach, we have a jump coach. Yeah, travel coach. Mm. We make it together. Everything we go to promote ourselves. Going for the school, every, every school we go to promote.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think, I think you are definitely one of the role models when it comes to, um, you know, the, the sport. And, you know, um, I think, yeah, you're doing the right thing by putting yourself out there and letting people be inspired by your story, right? Which is what I want to talk about now. You know, you have a really interesting career, but let's take it back to the beginning, Hubway. What made you decide to dedicate your career to athletics and high jumping in particular? 'Cause I'm sure you're playing a lot more sports back then, right? Uh
1: that, uh, before that is a long story also like this one. Before long last time I played basketball, I played volleyball, yeah. then I go to athletics, mm. then uh, before that I played for long jump and triple jumps. Then after that I saw high jump, nobody to play. Then after that I go and start and play. Then I, I qualified myself to the MSSD, MSS S, MSSM, straight away mm. to MSSM. Then mm. after that then I try to make it better and better than I trained myself in my school at times.
0: Mm. And, then, and then you made it all the way. You even represented the country at the Olympics last year uh, in Tokyo. But back when you were growing up, were there any... Who were your idols? Were you inspired by anybody? Uh, veteran uh, yeah, veteran high jumpers, anything like that? Uh,
1: before that, I had Lou uh, Gumzi. He's our national high jumper. They, they already been... Last time, already have four goals, one silver. Then after that he already went to six C games, six or seven C games already.
0: Mm. So that was one of your inspirations lah. Yeah. Outside of that?
1: Outside of that, uh, the temp is not. Only him.
0: Only him. That's great. That's great. You really knew what you wanted to do from an early age Mm. even. Um do you remember your first competition representing Malaysia?
1: Uh Asian school. That is my first uh international tournament. Mm. Uh the temp is uh normally uh I have one senior. Suppose he, he had to win this game. Then after that, he went to the Islamic Games. Then after, after that, I had to let uh, replace his, his place right. to the exchange group. Huh. Then after that, I went there, I win the game. Oh, you won. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Nice. Well, how, how did you feel like, you know, it's an international competition. You have people from all, high jumpers from all over the world. Um, do you see a differences in, in terms of, you know, training, the differences in culture,
1: from, from my experience from now, I saw the, how to call it, uh, from the Europe side, they have the body size, they have the training also, they have the indoor season, they have the outdoor season also, hmm. but Malaysia, in the Asia, South Asia, just only whole season is a summer season.
0: <laughs> yeah, so hot, right?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, so hot. Yeah. I see, I see. How about in terms of training, do they do anything, uh, anything different in terms of training?
1: Yeah. Uh, in terms of training, uh, because uh, how it, uh, our body size is uh, totally different than Europe size. Then after that, our training also totally different than how call. It, same like our gym sessions. Okay. Normally, uh, we we can do it. Uh, squat. We can do hundred fifty. Maybe they can do two hundred fifty also. mm In the Europe size.
0: I see. So so. Yeah. Is it fair to assume that Europeans have an advantage when it comes to this? that most uh, Asians have to yes. work body size yes mm.
1: body size but our our, our Asian side is a, how to call it, more on technique mm. our technique better than them
0: mm, I see understand okay uh, we, we'll go to this now what are some important qualities um, once you have before committing themselves into athletics
1: it's a more on discipline yourself you have to control your food you have to control your sleeping times you have to control your training times and your study times
0: Bring us through, you know, back when you were competing. Um, bring us through a typical day. How how does a typical day look like for you?
1: Very bad mood. Uh, today is uh, I cannot how <laughs> find my feelings. That one is a very mad mood. Very they mad on today. Oh. I'm very stressed. Everything's because I represent I represent for country, but I cannot get the feeling from my, my jumpings. Mm. That is uh, my bad day on today.
0: <laughs> well with lows comes the highest hubway you're a four-time sea games champion one-time asian champion and a three-time olympian as well looking back um, what would you say is your favorite memory of your career
1: my favorite memory of my career is in the Doha 2019
0: mm, the world championships
1: the world championships no suspect I can do it in the finals Mm. But our our target also in the final also. But I never, I never uh, how to call it, forget that I can make it in the finals because a lot of world class athlete never performed in there.
0: They didn't perform.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. You, you with that tournament uh, in 2019 in Doha, you became the first Mal- first Malaysian athlete to reach the final. That's something you wear proudly on on your badge. I'm I'm sure. Do you have the trophy somewhere else now?
1: Uh, trophy, no in here Because now I'm my hostel Or mm. in uh, my home
0: That is definitely a monumental one But I do want to talk about Olympics You've been to three Olympics Some would say the last one was You know, a bit different You know, during pandemic times And, and all of that But what's your favourite memory Out of the Olympics?
1: Uh, the favourite one is the 2000 2008 uh, Beijing, Beijing Olympic Games mm. That That is my first time also I also uh, How to you call it? I pray for myself I can qualify because on the day uh, China Open no one to come and support me be- uh, be- uh, and my teammate from the 400 meters my teammate just only few people they watching me in the competitions
0: <laughs> just a few people
1: yeah and my coach also the time hmm.
0: uh,
1: just only few people they come and cheer me up I still can listen there come on away you you already make it come on you can you, you can make it a go medal come on you can mm. and then I jump in two twenty sevens. I qualify for first time 227
0: that, that's insane that's also your personal best isn't it
1: yeah Tatem, my personal best
0: 227 um, we have to talk about Tokyo it's a different experience right you were talking about the crowd and how it, it gives you the passion and gives you the fire to go on but in Tokyo there weren't any crowds would you uh, attribute that to one of the facts of, of your performance in Tokyo
1: uh, yes uh, because uh, Tokyo, they already uh, delay for one years. Yeah. yeah. Our planning, our planning is uh, because my preparation for this Olympic Games is four years four years. I started uh two
0: thousand sixteen mm. to two thousand twenty to just now,
1: to yeah. as extend like, one more years, our body position already getting more tired because uh our tired our resting time is after Olympic Games. Every, every every session, mm. every season.
0: So basically, you were training for close to six years then for this Olympics. Yes. Mm. bring us through. Um. Th- that that that. Um. You you failed to qualify. Uh. For the um next round, right. Um. The mm. two one seven. Bring bring us through those three jumps. What was going through your mind at that time?
1: Uh, my mind because the, today is uh, my main boot uh, also. I cannot find my how to call my feeling. Everything's. I try to find it. everything's my jumps and my run up. Mm. I try to find it yeah, and I, I couldn't get it on that day. Mm. I'm very stressful because, I, my body also tired, my mind also tired. Then, that is a how to call. Mm, it's a very sad case. Uh. Yeah. I perform on that day.
0: Yeah, I think. I think one 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 big message that you know um, people were telling you during that time you know I think a lot of people saw that interview of, of you breaking down this and you saying sorry but I don't think you have anybody to say sorry to I yeah we're all proud of what you've done of your, of your career so far and we're so happy that you're going into coaching now you know imparting your knowledge to the next generation How, wait, if, you could go, if you could go back in time in your 15 year career would you have done anything differently
1: uh, I put myself to the 100% to the athletics I try to bring up my uh, our athletics to getting more people to interest mm. interesting on the in the athletics mm. because athletics can get more medals in sea games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, more people should 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 give it a go, right? Um, in your opinion, how do you think the athletic scene in Malaysia can be improved?
1: Uh, we have to go and manage it especially, uh, the training for the coach also. Now coach is getting better and better, mm. just only we have to go and manage for them to compete, uh, because, uh, our, our athletics, uh, we need more competition before the, uh, big tournaments coming up, I see. same as SEA Games, SEA Games, at least we need before that have to be five to six tournaments, at least. Then after that, come over games, at least we have 10 tournaments. Asian to, game also ten tournaments. I
0: see to warm up yeah. for the the main event. For that, we,
1: we, oh. we prepared it for the uh, uh we have to prepare it for the big tournaments.
0: I see. So you you're, you're talking about tournaments internally within locally, yeah. la. Oh, it's not. Is there not any tournaments?
1: Uh, very Isn't? less.
0: Very little. Okay.
1: Very little. Uh, just same like C games. Uh, recently C games. Uh, in the Vietnam, they just compete. No, four tournaments, three tournaments, four mm. tournaments. No enough, lah. Before la. the
0: no enough. Mm. No mm. enough. Mm. So yeah, it's on, on you how way to organize these tournaments, especially when you start your academy. You know, groom the next generation. Yeah. Um, but you also talked about state associations and the Selangor one in particular, right? Can you give us a picture of how mismanagement at associations are affecting the athletes? Can you give us an example?
1: Uh, example now, they how uh they departakan the pos after that uh, they under the MSSM is okay mm. under the SUBMA is okay because they under the MSS Selangor is okay mm. but after that they cannot represent for the Selangor
0: cannot represent the,
1: yeah cannot represent they only can represent on the club and the coach also they cannot uh could they they only uh some people they they coaching in the Selangor but they can, cannot coaching. They only can go to around around maybe, uh, KL or somewhere club to coaching. They cannot under the Selangor club to under the Selangor to coaching. I see. And the athlete also they cannot cannot represent the uh, Selangor also after that.
0: Oh, that's pretty weird. Why? Why is that the case?
1: Yeah, it's a uh, uh, difficult to talk, uh, that one. <laughs> difficult to say, that one.
0: Finally, then it leads us to you know um, your hopes for uh, Malaysian athletics. What do you hope? Say you okay, you're going to coaching. You're gonna start your academy down the line. Say 15 years from now, what do you like to see from Malaysian athletes? Uh, Olympic medal, perhaps?
1: Uh, no Olympic medals. Maybe we started from a sea game first maybe C game we don't we achieve at 5 maybe we achieve at 8 or 10
0: <coughs> we started
1: for the C game first then after that we going up and slow and step by step
0: mm. uh, finally if anyone listening to this now um, inspired by your story Hubway do you have any advice for them
1: uh, just come and train in athletics athletics is very fun and very
0: tired so, <laughs> That was recently retired high jumper Lee Hapwe as he's been talking about his 18-year service donning the Jalugamilang at multiple high-level tournaments. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's program. If you'd like to revisit that interview with Hapwe, you can head over to our website www.bfm.my forward slash bar none. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name is Daryl Ong, and this has been Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week, only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.